When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. And Gazy, uh, remarkable stuff uh, in the NBL on the weekend, uh, particularly from a, um, a Tassie Jack Jumper's perspective. Well, week in, week out, we keep well, saying that's this. Well, they're on a four-game winning streak now after a wobbly start to the season. They didn't just hand it to Perth on the weekend. They took them apart piece by piece in front of an adoring crowd. Um, the players are doing the job, but I think this one starts at the top, Kofi. I, I don't want to assume to know more about this caper than, than I do, but... The coach looks like he's got this team playing exactly the sort of basketball he wants. Scott Roth is the man, and he's been good enough to join us. Hey, Scott, thanks for joining us on the program. Um, in all of the wins that you've seen your team have since they've been in the league, how where does that one rank from a complete team performance? Well, um, well, thanks for having me. Um, I think, you know, it's hard to just rank those kind of things. I think it's just one of those nights, you know, that we obviously played well from start to finish. We were very consistent in uh, our defense, and it was very solid. And, you know, we had a few good nights last year, and obviously to um, win in Melbourne uh, to get into the grand finals um, was a huge game too. So I don't like to rank them um, other than uh, the performance was good, and my my coaching staff uh, did a wonderful job of just getting us prepared for that game. Uh, good afternoon, Scott. It's uh, Andrew Gaze here. Congratulations on uh, everything you're doing yep, down in, uh, in Tasmania. And just take us back a little bit with the way in which you've assembled this team because with the greatest respect to some of these players, it's not like they would have been highly sought after. Uh, what, what are the characteristics that you're, you try to look for in, mm. the, in the players in order to get them to buy in what you're trying to put together? Yeah, I think, you know, the number one thing for me last year is, I, you know, there's only so many people on the free agent list to pick from. So it wasn't like I had the whole league to pick from. So the guys that were available to put the team together, uh, I was just looking for a few characteristics. I was looking for some humble, hungry guys. I was definitely looking for guys that wanted a second chance or needed maybe some growth and were trying to get out of the situations they were in. And I think, you know, um, everyone's always kind of, uh, been a little bit of critical of these guys and saying they're not quite as talented or they're not quite as good this or that. And in my eyes, you know, I think um, people need second chances. There's underdogs. There's guys that have chips on their shoulder. They have something to prove. I did a lot, a lot of homework on all these guys that I brought in. And the biggest thing was they were super unselfish. Um, I went after the hardest workers I could possibly find. And I just felt like um, I would be able to coach them uh, uh, through things and, and, and get the best out of them and, and give them some freedom to do some things that maybe they had in the past. And, um, you know, we defend the island. And that's our model down here. And, and these guys rally around that. And I just got tremendous, tremendous selfless guys and uh, big-time workers. Mm. Scott, do you find when you're talking to players and trying to um, attract them to Tassie, do you find players have any resistance to moving, moving down there for a, you know, for a period of time? Well, obviously, initially, when I put the team together, no one knew really me. And 
there was no really team or anything really down here except this mascot that was running around crazy that everyone started <laughs> to fall in love with. And to me, I was just selling them on my vision and the dream of being down in Tasmania and doing something uh, extraordinary in your lifetime to, to build a franchise. And, and that was the sell job uh, because these guys didn't know me from Adam. And, uh, you know, uh, Jack McVeigh is a perfect example of a guy that I spent many, many conversations with before I was convinced to take him. Um, but, you know, I was convincing him that he wasn't going to play at three anymore. He was going to be the, the young version of uh, Jesse Wagstaff for us, and, and you're going to be a four, and we're going to do different things with you than you have in your past, and many conversations with those guys, and in general, all of our guys. And, and so um, the minute I had conversations with agents or players that said, I want to start, how many minutes will I get? Basically, I just hung the phone up and moved on to the next guy uh, because when it starts to become about you, uh, I'm probably not the coach for you. Oh, how good that, that, that is. And, that's the way, and, it, and it sees in the way in which your teams play as well. Uh, just talk us through the influence of, of Trevor Gleeson because Trevor was a, 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 an amazing coach in our league and you were his assistant for, for many years and his system was... It was a system. Uh, these days with styles of play, a lot of five out, read, react, and it seems like you've adopted more of a, a more structured pattern both offensively and defensively with, with what you do, which I love because it's a, a little bit different to what we see when we watch an NBA game or any of the stuff that we see these days. Uh, did he have an influence on you with the way in which you were going to tackle this challenge that you face? Yeah, I've said it eight times before, you know, I've been fortunate to be in the NBA for over 23 years and had great coaches and sat next to the winningest coach, Don Nelson, up until the last year uh, in NBA history and had a tremendous amount of experience of being in Europe and coaching national teams. But I would, I would not um, have been um, as lucky and successful in the last X amount of months down here if I had not been in Perth first. Um, just the culture uh, when you walk in that building uh, when I was there and my first two or three hours, I knew this was place was special. It was different. Uh, Trevor's approach to how he thinks uh, is quite similar to me just in general and um, just their culture and things that we tried to incorporate right here. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to be around uh, Greg Bellamy and Tim Payne and studied those guys and, and really studied the All Blacks, why I was here for the last year and a half and tried to put it all together, what it meant to be Tasmanian and what it meant to play on this island. And, and that's why we came up with Defend the Island and we create our own bloodlines, which is actually also in Perth. And so we've taken a little bit of everything. And I'm a huge, huge uh, European basketball fan. I love watching the EuroLeague. I don't watch the NBA really anymore, to be honest with you. And um, I just think that style of play is more fitting to me and, more importantly, more fitting to uh, our group. Hey, uh, Scott, right. we've got a few issues with our phone line. We'll, we'll push on because everything you're saying is worth yep, listening. Yep. Just so worth listening to. Um, you wear your heart on your sleeve. You know, I think if I was a you know, Tasmanian Jack Jumper supporter, I would love to see the way you're so, you know, um, physically committed to to the job and the team and the contest. Uh, you were, you know, obviously excited at the end of that game the other night, and it seemed like you and John really had a few words after the game. I don't know what they were, but I was watching on the tally at home. Can you take us inside, if that's okay, and tell us what that was about? Yeah, no, you know, uh, he was quite 
uh, complimentary and just, you know, uh, he said it in his press conference uh, afterwards, basically, that, that you know, um, he was just impressed with the uh, the work that's been done down here and was congratulating myself and my team of, of just what's been down. There was his first trip down to Tasmania, and he was just very complimentary of our group and, and what has been built down there in a short amount of time. And uh, we shared some other words about this and that. And, and um, you know, I feel like uh, there's a brotherhood with coaches here that um, isn't around anywhere else in the world. And I feel very good, you know, talking to Dean Dickerman and, and just any of the coaches, you know, Brian Gorge on last year and just, being able to have conversations with them in a civil way and and uh, respect the work they do here and uh, he was just you know very complimentary and and um, yeah it was all good. Perfect. Hey mate, you're into another season four and three. The breakers uh, next up. Uh, it was it's awesome to watch you again. Obviously that packed houses down there in Tassie are rallying to this team and. Um, from a national perspective, it's fantastic to watch. Mate, we appreciate you joining us. Good luck for the rest of the season, and um, thanks for your time. Scott Roth, the coach of the Tassie Jack Jumpers, joining us on the show. Uh, it's time for the 4.30 News Update.